Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Preacher Chick Podcast. I am your host, Stacey the Preacher Chick, and today is day 256 of reading the Bible together every day this year. Today, we're reading Mark 13 to 14, as well as Psalm 101. Let's get to it. As he was going out of the temple, one of his disciples said to him, Teacher, look, what massive stones, what impressive buildings. Jesus said to him, Do you see these great buildings? Not one stone will be left upon another. All will be thrown down. While he was still sitting on the Mount of Olives across from the temple, Peter, James, John, and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us when these things will happen, and what will be the sign when all these things are about to be accomplished? Jesus told them, Watch out that no one deceives you. Many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and they will deceive many. When you hear of wars and rumors of wars, don't be alarmed. These things must take place, but it's not yet the end. For nation will rise up against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places and famines. These are the beginning of birth pains. But you, be on guard. They will hand you over to local courts, and will, you will be flogged in the synagogues. You will stand before governors and kings because of me as a witness to them. And it is necessary that the gospel be preached to all nations. So when they arrest you and hand you over, don't worry beforehand what you will say, but say whatever is given to you at that time, for it isn't you speaking, but the Holy Spirit. Brother will betray brother to death and a father his child. Children will, will rise up against parents and have them put to death. You will be hated by everyone because of my name, but the one who endures to the end will be saved. When you see the abomination of desolation standing where it should not be, let the reader understand, then those in Judea must flee to the mountains. A man on the housetop must not come down or go in to get anything out of his house, and a man left in the field must not go back to get his coat. Woe to pregnant women and nursing mothers in those days. Pray it won't happen in winter, for those days will be uh, days of tribulation, the kind that hasn't been from the beginning of creation until now and never will be again. If the Lord had not cut those days short, no one would be saved. But he cut those days short for the sake of the elect whom he chose. Then if anyone tells you, see here is the Messiah, see there, don't believe it. For false messiahs and false prophets will arise and will perform signs and wonders to lead astray, if possible, the elect. And you must watch. I have told you everything in advance. But in those days after the tribulation, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not shed its light. The stars will be falling from the sky and the powers in the heavens will be shaken then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. He will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. Learn this lesson from the fig tree. As soon as its branch becomes tender and sprouts leaves, you know that summer is near. In the same way, when you see these things happening, recognize that he is near at the door. Truly, I tell you, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. Now concerning that day or hour, no one knows, neither the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. Now we were talked about this, we were reading Matthew, not going to just like, you know, continue, but you know how I feel about it. Watch, be alert, for you don't know when the time is coming. It is like a man on a journey who left his house, gave authority to his servants, gave each one his work, and commanded the doorkeeper to be alert. Therefore, be alert, since you don't know when the master of the house is coming, whether in the evening or at midnight or at the crowing of the rooster or early in the morning. Otherwise, when he comes suddenly, he might find you sleeping. And what I say to you, I say to everyone, be alert. It was two days before the Passover and the festival of unleavened bread. The chief priests and the scribes were looking for a cunning way to arrest Jesus and kill him. 
not during the festival, they said, so that there won't be a riot among the people. The anointing, what, or I'm sorry, while he was in Bethany at the house of Simon the leper, as he was reclining at the table, a woman came with an alabaster jar, a very expensive perfume of pure nard. She broke the jar and poured it on his head, but some were expressing indignation to one another. Why has this perfume been wasted? For this perfume might have been sold for more than 300 denarii and given to the poor, and they began to scold her. Jesus replied, leave her alone. Why are you bothering her? She's done a noble thing for me. You always have the poor with you, and you can do what is good for them whenever you want, but you don't always have me. She's done what she could. She has anointed my body in advance for burial. Truly, I tell you, wherever the gospel is proclaimed in the whole world, what she has done will also be told in memory of her. Then Judas Iscariot, one of the twelve, went to the chief priest to betray Jesus to them. When they heard this, they were glad and promised to give him money. So he started looking for a good opportunity to betray him. On the first day of unleavened bread, when they sacrificed the Passover lamb, his disciples asked him, Where do you want us to go and prepare the Passover so that you may eat it? So he sent two of his disciples and told them, Go into the city, and a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him wherever he enters. Tell the owner of the house, the teacher says, Where's my guest room, where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He will show you a large room upstairs, furnished and ready. Make the preparations for us there. So the disciples went, entered the city, and found it, just as he had told them, and they prepared the Passover. When evening came, he arrived with the twelve. While they were reclining and eating, Jesus said, Truly I tell you, one of you will betray me, one who is eating with me. They began to be distressed and, and to say to him one by one, Surely not I. He said to them, It is one of the twelve, the one who is dipping bread in the bowl with me. For the Son of Man will go just as it is written about him. But woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been better for him if he had not been born. As they were eating, he took bread, blessed, and broke it, gave it to them, and said, Take it, this is my body. Then he took a cup, and after giving thanks, he gave it to them, and they all drank from it. He said to them, This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many. Truly I tell you, I will no longer drink of the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new in the kingdom of God. After singing a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Then Jesus said to them, All of you will fall away because it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep will be scattered. But after I have risen, I will go ahead of you to Galilee. Peter told him, Even if everyone falls away, I will not. Truly I tell you, Jesus said to him, Today, this very night, before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. But he kept insisting, If I have to die with you, I will never deny you. And they all said the same thing. Then they came to a place named Gethsemane, and he took, told the disciples, Sit here while I pray. He took Peter, James, and John with him, and he began to be deeply distressed and troubled. He said to them, I'm deeply grieved to the point of death. Remain here and stay awake. He went a little farther fell to the ground, and prayed that if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. And he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not what I will, but what you will. Then he came and found them sleeping. He said to Peter, Simon, are you sleeping? Couldn't you stay awake one hour? Stay awake and pray so that you won't enter into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Once again he went away and prayed, saying the same thing, and he came and found them sleeping because they could not keep their eyes open. They didn't know what to say to him. Then, they came, then he came a third time and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Enough! The time has come. 
See, the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Get up. Let's go. See, my betrayer is near. While he was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, suddenly arrived with him. Suddenly arrived with him was a mob with swords and clubs from the chief priests and the scribes and the elders. His betrayer had given them a signal. The one I kiss, he said, he's the one. Arrest him and take him under guard. So when he came, immediately he went up to Jesus and said, Rabbi, and kissed him. They took hold of him and arrested him. One of those who stood by drew his sword, struck the high priest's servant, and cut off his ear. Jesus said to them, Have you come without, without have you come out with swords and clubs as if I were a criminal to capture me? Every day I was among you teaching in the temple, and you didn't arrest me. But the scriptures must be fulfilled. Then they all deserted him and ran away. Now a certain young man wearing nothing but a linen cloth was following him. They caught hold of him, but he left the linen cloth behind and ran away naked. Now most people, most theologians believe that this um, young man who ran away naked was probably Mark, John Mark, the author of this gospel. They led Jesus away to the high priest and all the chief priests, the elders, and the scribes assembled. Peter followed him at a distance, right into the high priest's courtyard. He was sitting with the servants, warming himself by the fire. The chief priests and the whole Sanhedrin were looking for testimony against Jesus to put him to death, but they could not find any. For many were giving false testimony against him, and the testimony did not agree. Some stood up and gave false testimony against him, stating, We heard him say, I will destroy this temple made with human hands, and in three days I will build another not made by hands. Yet their testimony didn't agree even on this. Then the high priest stood up before them all and questioned Jesus. Don't you have an answer to what these men are testifying against you? But he kept silent and did not answer. Again, the high priest questioned him. Are you the Messiah, the son of the blessed one? I am, said Jesus, and you will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of power and coming with the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest tore his robes and said, Why do we still need witnesses? You've heard the blasphemy. What is your decision? Then they all condemned him as serving as deserving death. Then some began to spit on him to blindfold him and beat him, saying, Prophesy. The temple servants also took him and slapped him. While Peter was in the courtyard below, one of the high priest's maidservants came. When she saw Peter warming himself, she looked at him and said, You also were with Jesus, the man from Nazareth. But he denied it. I don't know or understand what you're talking about. Then he went out to the entryway and a rooster crowed. When the maidservant saw him again, she began to tell those standing nearby, This man is one of them. But again he denied it. After a little while, those standing there said to Peter again, you certainly are one of them since you're also Galilean. Then he started to curse and swear. I do not know this man you're talking about. Immediately, a rooster crowed a second time. And Peter remembered when Jesus had spoken the word to him before the rooster crows, crows twice, you will deny me three times. And he broke down and wept. Ugh, poor Peter. He just, mm. I have a soft spot for Peter. <laughs> Psalm 101. I will sing of the faithful love and justice. I will sing praise to you, Lord. I will pay attention to the way of integrity. When will you come to me? I will live with a heart of integrity in my house. I will not let anything worthless guide me. I hate the practice of transgression. It will not cling to me. A devious heart will be far from me, and I will not be involved with evil. 
I will destroy anyone who secretly slanders his neighbor. I cannot tolerate anyone with haughty eyes or an arrogant heart. My eyes favor the faithful of the land so that they may sit down with me. The one who follows the way of integrity may serve me. No one who acts deceitfully will live in my palace. The one who tells lies will not be retained here to guide me. Every morning I will destroy all the wicked of the land, wiping out all evildoers from the Lord's city. That's it for today, friends. Be sure to come back tomorrow as we continue to read the Bible together every day this year. See you then.